Welcome to another edition of the Golden Holes Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March the 9th, 2020. I got about five different segments for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um... I've been wanting to talk about this guy for a while. Um, Drew Weatherford. Um, quarterback. Florida State. Bobby Bowden stuck with this guy forever. He stayed at Florida State for five years. Um... Just looking at, he redshirted in 2004. Uh, didn't play any in 2000. What? I'm looking at the wrong stats. Uh, passing. Here we go. All right. So, yeah. His first year as a starter was in 2005. He threw for 3,220 yards, 18 touchdowns. It doesn't. And he threw 18 interceptions. (laughs) Pretty bad. Um, And you got to remember it. Xavier Lee was on this roster. Um, In 2006, he threw for 21-54, 12 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. 2000. Seven. He threw for twenty forty nine nine pick. I mean nine touchdowns, three interceptions, and then his senior year, his red shirt senior year, he got benched for um, uh, Christian Ponder, which was one of you know which was. I have another segment for that benching so I'm not going to say anything on that but why did Bobby Bowden stick with Drew Weatherford he sucked he was not that better than Xavier Lee I mean the one bad thing I will say about Bobby Bowden he would stick with a guy to the bitter end Casey Weldon um Thad Busby um Drew Weatherford um, he he would not. He was very stubborn on changing the quarterbacks, in my opinion. Now maybe I'm way off base with that, but that's just my opinion as a fan. I like I said, I'm not. I've been to Tallahassee maybe about ten times in my life to watch Florida State games, and um, you know I've been every, uh, several other different places to watch Florida State play, but actually going to Tallahassee about ten times. Um, and it's just Bobby Bowden was the coach. You know, I had, I never went when Jimbo was the coach. Um, and he was just stubborn, man. You know, Drew Weatherford sucked. <laughs> um, I got some more stuff on Drew, Drew Weatherford in other episodes. Cause he's, to me, he's one of the worst Seminoles to ever come through the program. You know, he's not the worst. He's one of the worst, though. 
Um, because we we had pretty good quarterback play for several years. I mean, I would take Marcus Outson over Drew Weatherford. Like seriously. Um. So let me know what you think about that segment, man. Drew Weatherford. Um. He really doesn't have a legacy. He's he's a forgotten quarterback. So, um, moving on to the next segment, which is entitled Kalen LeBorn. It's time, man. No more excuses. Is is this is your time? Okay. Um. We we all know that you're a dynamic player when you're healthy, but you you can't use Cam Akers as an excuse anymore. You got to go out there, win that position, and dominate. Because the, the talent is unquestioned. Okay? The talent is unquestioned. It's the work ethic and not being a bonehead. Okay? That's 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 really it for you. If you can get out of your own way, you could be a first round pick in the NFL. Okay? That's that's really it. Um you know, he's had some injuries that he's had to deal with, but he's also done some boneheaded stuff. And um, I just hope that he can put it all together. Because he's, I think he's a red shirt junior. He's a red shirt junior. And, you know, if he can put it all together for one season, man, we, you know, he could possibly leave and be a first round pick. Um dynamic player great speed can catch out of the backfield can can as they say put his foot in the dirt and make people look crazy and i you know i was really i thought he was better than i thought he was more talented than cam Akers. okay because he the only game that he's really flashed was that virginia tech game two years ago and you know, he got hurt. So, um, it's time for you to, to step up and be big time. I think, and this is the offense that you can do it in. Because it's kind of similar to what Jimbo used to run. And that's why you came to Florida State. Um, so, let me know what you think about Kalen LeBourne stepping up and being a big time running back. Um, next segment is entitled Reboot Burn Notice. The uh, show that was based in Miami. That used to come on USA. One of my all-time favorites. Um, I didn't like his girlfriend. I thought she was ugly. But other than that, it was a great show, man. Just I, I guess shows like that just run it, run their course. Um, you know, he was a burned spy. And he would do kind of like little odd you know, jobs in the, in Miami because he couldn't leave and go anywhere. And I guess they just ran out of stuff. And eventually he got back in the, uh, I don't know if it was the FBI or the CIA, but he eventually got back in. And, um, you know, I missed the show, man. It was a great show. Uh, it was another show called uh, Suit, no, not Suits, uh, white collar like usa had a run of great shows uh burn notice white collar suits um and it was another one that i can't think of 
but they they don't make great shows like they used to about like 10 years ago um i don't know if anybody even watched burn notice but i mean it was just crazy um how they just they don't make great shows like they used to um but um I don't even really watch TV like that anymore. I sit here and I watch CNN and make YouTube videos and do podcasting. And I'm just more into like current events now than just watching uh, TV shows anymore. If anything, I watch like the National Geographic channel and stuff like that. Hunting and fishing, stuff like that. Um, But anyway, let me know what you think. Should they reboot Burn Notice? If you ever watch that show, because I love that show. Um, I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled, Can Janoris Robinson Lead the ACC in Sacks? Without question, he can. Um, it's just a question of, is, you know, can he, can he, can he give us max effort for 60 minutes? Or a whole game. I don't think they play 60 minutes. I think they play like 48 minutes. Can he give us max effort for a whole game? And can some other guys step up? And when he needs a breather, you know, can they step up? And I I think, I think if, I think the over-under for sacks in the ACC, the leader is going to probably be like 12. And I'll probably take the under. So I think he can get 12 sacks. If he stays healthy and, you know, because he's strong, he's big. I think he's like two six. I think he's like six, five, two fifty, two sixty or something like that. Long arms. You know, I, I really think that he could lead the ACC in sacks. Uh, dynamic player. He, he came back because he said he needed to work on some stuff. And that was a smart move by him. Stanford Samuels, the third. That was a smart that was a smart move by Janoris Robinson coming back saying, OK, I need to work on some stuff. I need to get better. You know, I can get another year of experience for free. And that's what Stanford Samuels should have did. I don't I don't know what who advised him to go pro, but it is what it is. Um, so I, I think I think Janoris Robinson, Janoris Robinson can definitely lead the ACC in sacks. Um. It it just depends on what kind of scheme Andy Fuller runs. He said four three hybrid, and this these defensive linemen fit that scheme. So we'll we'll have to see, man, how it goes. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment, Janoris Robinson leading the ACC and sacks and my final segment for this episode is entitled do players get hungry on the sideline do they have to go to the bathroom I know when I played in high school I did um I wasn't like actively thinking about food you know while playing a game but you know it was just like at halftime you'd be like man i'm hungry i'm thirsty like um 
and you you know especially after the game it it was nothing to go find like a 24 7 24 hour restaurant and go you know go to waffle house and pig out after a game and if even after a loss i mean it was just crazy um it's been times where i played in high school and you know you have to go to the bathroom and you know you had some guys that were crap in their pants and p I, I couldn't do that that was just too savage if it got really bad i would go to the locker room or just go find some place somewhere um but definitely if i had to do number two i would definitely go like to the i would go to the concession where the can bathrooms where where the concession stands were i i didn't care i was like put you know whatever i well, if i was on special teams or if i was actually in the game i put the other guy in i gotta go to the bathroom and uh you know you see the fans in the in the uh in the stands eating hot dogs and nachos and you know <laughs> i'm just saying I, I you know lack of focus but hey i'm human man um I think you should definitely have porta potties on the sideline, though. I really, I really think that because I, I'm, I'm, I would bet my life that, you know, players have to go one or two, you know, during a game, and um, I, I probably wouldn't recommend eating during a game. Because I feel like if you're full of food, you're probably not going to give your max effort because you're going to be sluggish. Um, so, but definitely like Gatorade and, you know, Powerade and stuff like that, which they already have. But um, the main thing is to stay hydrated during the game. So. It's whatever. Let me know what you think about this segment. Uh, food and porter potties on the sideline. And um, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, this episode, this podcast is available pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. Um, it's also available on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description. Click on one of the links. Rate, review, and subscribe. Um, the 100th episode of my podcast is coming up. I'm going to try to, you know, do a, you know, something to, uh, to celebrate that. Um, I appreciate, I got about 30 or 40 people that listen religiously every single day. I love you guys. I appreciate the support. Um, even if you just listen once a week, I appreciate that. Um, this thing started out of frustration and it's something that I really enjoy doing. And, um, thank you for your support. And as always go nose.